0: Good morning and welcome to another Wednesday edition of Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network with the boys from the fourth period. Dave Pignota, DB, Dennis Bernstein. I'm Zach Bodenstein. And welcome. Make sure if you're watching on Twitter, check us out on YouTube at Edgework. Give us a subscription, like our videos. You can get notified every time we go live. We talk about the best bets every single night. And I don't think we can start this show without talking about A guy that all of us know well, a guy that all of us love, Alex Ovechkin, with his 800th goal last night in Chicago, capping off a hat trick, and uh, I don't want to date you guys, but I mean, I started uh, following hockey when I was nine years old, 2005, and that was when Ovi broke into the league, so he's pretty much all I've known when it comes to like superstardom at a young age. He and Sid were the two guys that I grew up loving, and to see him hit this is special for anybody, but... Um, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm just blown away by what he's been able to do uh, throughout the longevity, you know, the physical game he plays and just what he's been able to accomplish overall has been tremendous. And let's keep in mind, 800 goals, not including his international play, his 72 playoff goals, all of his, uh, that, you know, the COVID lockout, the, the COVID shutdown, the lockouts that he's been through. So it's been a pretty special career. He, he's going to keep going. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. He probably should hit it in the next couple calendar years to eventually set the goal record. Uh, but, DB, I actually want to ask you, uh, because obviously you've been covering games on the West Coast for quite a while, when you get guys like Ovi and Sid to come in once a year, is there a certain buzz amongst the players, the media, anything like that? Like you know a guy like that is coming to town. There must be some sort of excitement.
1: Yeah, well, LA's a star driven town, Zach. So whenever a star comes to town, it's exciting and you don't get to see him that often. I, I think that Sid has a little bit more panache because the team has one more. I think it's a bigger fan base that travels. has more well, Pittsburgh, Greelo's in LA than in Washington. But there's super, and Zach, 800 goals. 800. Like that's inc- and to do it with flair. A hat trick in a big American city like Chicago. Like, he signed that long term contract to break the record. He's going to break the record unless things, something's catastrophic happens. He is, I think without question, the greatest goal sc- scorer of, well, since you just dated your generation, not my generation, but um, <laughs> just a massive feat. And uh, I think the best thing about it, Dave, is that um, Wayne wants him to break the record. Like he's, every single yeah. public statement he's made about it, like I want him to break the record, I want it. So I just think it's a great way to celebrate him. But that, again, 800 is just a massive number when you think about it.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's To go and, and to be one behind Gordy now um, yep. and to pass him in, you know, uh, whatever, in the next week or so or less, probably yeah. the way he's rolling um, is, is just remarkable. And you're right. You know, 99 wants him to break the record because he's got like 700 other records. So what's another, you know, no big deal. But, you know, for this one, for, for as 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 impactful as it is. Yeah, he's cheering for him. He wants he wants to see it happen. Records are meant to be broken, right? So, you know, to see right. Ovi now in the eight hundred club and ninety-four goals away from ninety-nine um is just is awesome. And he is, you know, without question, this era's, you know, premier elite goal scorer and and one of the best of all time. Cause you're right, Zach, you mentioned the international goals, the playoff goals and so on. So um just awesome to see and uh awesome to see the the whole team kind of jump off the bench um celebrate like they just won the cup again uh it was it was definitely cool to see um and you know for this for this team five wins in a row now they're riding a hot they're they're riding the hot hand they're riding ovi um the great 800 is just going to keep it rolling
0: Caps have won five, great, you're right, and they should be getting Darcy Kemper back, but Charlie Lindgren's good done a good job, but uh, yeah. in his absence, I mean, a lot, he hasn't really been given many shots over his career, just a perennial backup, but uh, he's been doing really well, so uh, maybe try to ride the caps, and you know, Ovi's even hungrier now, uh, some of his team getting healthier at this point, so Uh, I know Tom Wilson's been skating a little bit. Let's see uh, how the Caps finish off because they certainly are climbing up the standings. Uh, Another team that's staying hot, the Dallas Stars have won three of the last four. Jason Robertson, of course, we've been talking about how he's making a serious uh, push for the heart at this point. And it seems like, you know, Dallas is a team that's lacked depth for years. But now they've got, you know, five, six, seven guys that are rolling. They've got a goalie for the first time in a while, too. Dave, what are the chances, the realistic chances, that the Dallas Stars could win the Central? Oh,
2: look, the the way this team – and we've talked about this for a long time. um, You know, secondary scoring has always been an issue for the Dallas Stars, and how can they keep that going? How can they get that rolling? Well, this is, you know, a a situation now where they've got that. They're locked in. Jamie Benn is back, essentially. Tyler Sagan, also back from injury and producing – um, they're able to spread out the offense. You know they have Pavelski, they have Hints. This team is probably going to add another offensive weapon by the trade deadline, and they've got those elements. They've got Ottinger in that. They've got a sound defensive core. And this is a well-rounded group, and they feel their window is effectively now. So, like, if this team can really, you know, if if, if it keeps going and they add to it, this team is going to be really dangerous later on in the season as as things kind of for kind of roll along and, and progress here. Now, yeah, they've only got five wins in their last 10 and Winnipeg's got seven. um, But, and the Jets also, I think they've got a game or two in hand, but uh, still from a longevity side of things, there's more potency, I think with Dallas, that they can keep it going. Um, And, and I'm liking them. I'm liking them right now without question along, obviously you've got Robertson, but you've got those other key elements on this team that are producing and that can produce on the score sheet and in the bank uh, statements as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You knew coming to the season that Hints Pavelski and Robinson were going to produce. The guy that makes this team different is Jamie Benn, without question, because, you know, there was a lot yeah. of talk about Jamie Benn. He's way overpriced. He's now a third line player. He's slow. He can't keep up with the game. He's been a revelation, and that's why you see this team at the top of the standings. I agree with Dave. I think they're a solid team. Are they a four-round team? Mm, I'm not sure. And you asked Zach the original question about the Central. Well, can you tell me which is it going to be the Colorado Eagles or Colorado Avalanche for the last 50 some odd games? They're oh, they're so hurt. And, and the key with winning the division, Zach, is when these players do come back. How much are they actually going to play them? Because I, I know one thing: Colorado is like Tampa now. They don't care about winning the Central. They want to get in, they'll play anybody, they don't care, they're not afraid of anybody, home ice, not on high, you know, it doesn't matter to them. So the question is, how healthy is this team going to be over the season? And even then, do they really care about winning the division? I don't, it's more meaningful for a Dallas or a Winnipeg or to win the division than it is to Colorado, because once you're the champs, you know that it's just a difficult path to win a cup, and it doesn't really matter where you stand in one through eight. No. Yeah.
0: yeah, Dallas coming off a big win yesterday against the Devils, and we don't see the Devils lose very often, but that's exactly what the Stars did yesterday. So they'll look to keep it rolling later on. And uh, let's get into tonight's games. These odds brought to you by BetStamp. BetStamp shows you the odds from every sports book in one spot, so you can always get the best value when you're betting. Check out betstamp.app today or download the best BetStamp app on your Android or your iPhone. So let's start with the East Coast game, or at least the earlier game, the first one that'll get going. The Canadians plus 150 at the Senators, minus 185. So it looks like for tonight, guys, no Tim Stutzla. He had that injury back on Monday. Doesn't look like he's going to play. Looks like Cole Caulfield will, though. I'm just going to rattle off a couple of hot players right now at this point. Drake Batherson Mm -hmm. and Thomas Shabbat both with 10 points in their last nine games. That's when Shabbat came back from injury. Uh, Dabrinkit's been really good, too. He's got points in nine of his last 10. And Cam Talbot is coming off the shutout as well. This is a little bit of a weird one. I know, Dave, you have a couple of props that you like in this one, though.
2: Yeah, I do. I, I think Brady Kachuk, every time, you know, he gets to play the Montreal Canadiens, usually does pretty well. Um, the team that passed up on him for Jesperi Kakeniemi, uh in, in that draft class. So I'm going with, and just a side note, like, uh, the, uh, how different would the Canadians look if, if they had Brady oh, Kachuk boy. on oh. on this team, right? Like, I, I know other things, like, it never falls that way. You can't just slot Brady Kachuk in, and right. technically, I guess, you take out Dvorak. It doesn't work that way. Um, but, uh, different- but they'd be better. Let's be real. They'd be yeah. better. Let's, let's, yeah. Come on. Stop it. Certainly. <laughs> um, you know, that, so, look, anyway, I like, I like Brady Kachuk for an anytime goal tonight. Um, against the Montreal Canadiens. As you said, this is a weird one. I'm not sure which direction it's going to go in, so I'm going to stick to the props on this one on the player side. So I'm going with a Brady Kachuk anytime goal. And with Josh Anderson getting more minutes and playing up there in the lineup, I'm going with him for two and a half-plus shots tonight. Um, so I got two props for this one. Josh Anderson on the shots total of two and a half-plus and a Brady Kachuk anytime goal, DB.
1: Uh, Is is there a prop on Josh Anderson finishing the game healthy? Just kidding. kidding. Uh, (laughs) I I, I don't think there's going to be too much defense in this game, so I'm going to go with the over. Uh, Habs and Senators over six at minus 120 tonight. Don't really like any props in this game, but I I do think the the total will go over.
0: And Cole Caulfield, I mentioned him, expected to play four uh, goals in four of his last six games. Obviously, he only played a a limited number of minutes last game because – he left with injury. So that's the sends and the part Pardon me?
2: He got rocked. That's what
0: happened. He got hurt. Yeah, it, it's good Keep to it. see he'll be able to play. Today. Keep the hell <laughs> Yeah. So that's the East Coast game. Uh, DB, I want to go back to you for this one. The Red Wings plus 180 at Minnesota 225. The Wild have won two straight. They've only given up mm-hmm. one goal in those two games. Not sure who's going to be a net tonight, but uh, they have a very easy schedule coming up. So maybe not even just for tonight, but if you are looking to hammer the wild for the next week or so, you know, they've got Anaheim, they've got some weaker teams yeah. coming up. So uh, a team that you should watch for sure. Red Wings were shut out last night and no Dylan Larkin because he got injured. So he's not going to play DB. You think it's going to be all Minnesota in this one?
1: Yeah, I do. I like them on the puck line. So yeah, I like it at minus minus one thirteen. they There's seven and three over the last 10 and you mentioned Like this is their opportunity. I think they see it right now. They haven't had a good start. They've been terrible defensively. Flurry wasn't great to start as well. Now they're starting to round into form, so yeah, I, I do like them tonight. Um, I think they'll win relatively easy, uh, so I like them on the puck line at minus one thirteen because this is a team that you should be tracking because this is their opportunity to emerge and maybe become a contender in the Central as well.
2: I'm going the other way, um, mainly because I just like the line that's set up tonight. Detroit's plus two hundred to win, and Minnesota, I just don't, I still don't trust. Um that much at this stage. So I'm going with Detroit on the money line um tonight in this one at, at plus two hundred. And then I'm sticking with my goal props tonight. I got one in eight, all three games. I like David Perron tonight. Uh just played his thousandth game not too long ago. I like him getting on the board for the Detroit Red Wings tonight at another plus two hundred.
0: So Dave going hard on the props for tonight, the prop goals at least. And uh, so we're can kind of conflicting here because I'm kind of siding with DB. And again, I'm not the biggest Minnesota supporter. I'm, I i don't trust them. I'm kind of with you. But yeah. just the fact that there's no Larkin and the Red Wings played yesterday, they didn't score. But, I mean, they are well-traveled. It'll be more or less like a home game in Minnesota. It's a weird one, again, but I'm just feeling the Wild go uh, going heavy on this one. So I'm with DB on the puck line there. I was originally going to go with the money line, but... Uh, DB kind of convinced me to go with the puck line. So uh, that's where I'm standing as well. Uh, And then the Vancouver Canucks at the Calgary Flames. Canucks are plus money in this game, plus 140 on the road. The Calgary Flames minus 165. We'll see if Mackenzie Wieger gets back in the lineup. Uh, Got a little bit tighter for them last game. They lost in a shootout, but obviously the goals against are kind of what we're looking at with Calgary at this point. Uh, That said, this game could certainly go over, DB, the Canucks and the Flames.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what will happen. I think the Canucks will drag the Calgary Flames into and over. So I think, yeah, over six-and-a-half goals tonight, uh, minus 105. I think there will be a little bit more offense than uh, what the line expect. So I do like them over the combined total for Vancouver and Calgary over six-and-a-half.
2: Yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair as well, but I'm taking Calgary on the puck line at minus a goal-and-a-half uh, in, in this one. I just think uh, Vancouver – I don't know. Dave really doesn't
1: trust Vancouver. (laughs) No, at all. If you might not trust Minnesota, he really doesn't trust Vancouver. That's that's what he's trying to
0: say. (laughs) But how could you? How could you trust Vancouver right now? They don't even know what they are.
2: No, exactly. I mean, other than, you know, Elias Patterson having a great season and Bo Horvat scoring and and all that. I mean, we'll see how he does now that all this crap became public. Um, And he having to acknowledge that with a statement and then saying, I'm not going to talk about it, and then talks about it with the media later on in the day. Um, so probably the end of it um, at that stage. But, you know, there, there's not many bright spots on this team this season. I mean, Kuzmenko is having a good year, obviously, but this team, I just – I don't I don't trust them. And, and their goaltending has been whack, and, and the defense has been brutal. Um, so, I'm, like I said, I, I think there will be goals tonight, but I'm going to go with Calgary on the puck line at minus a goal and a half um and because of all the bo horvat focus i'm going with the jt miller goal uh because everybody's all over bo horvat and and uh you know give him the money give him this give him that he was offered a contract i know the reports of an eight-year deal it was actually a seven-year contract that was offered to him at under seven and a half million aav um which you know won't get that done in terms of overall value so With
0: all the focus on Horvat, of course, JT Miller is going to take some of that spotlight and score tonight. JT Miller has been getting a lot of crap on on, uh, social media too. As DB once said, Canucks Twitter is never a fun place. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of criticism for JT Miller. And quite honestly, I'm a JT fan, at least when it comes to betting. But, you know, he's kind of prone to the turnover. He's prone to the giveaway. Uh, He's prone to the boneheaded play. So, you know, I'm kind of with you. They both have something to prove. Uh, this Bo Horvat stuff, though, Dave, is really interesting because, you know, you've got a guy a year away from free agency who's having a career, year are in a contract, year. what are the chances in your mind of him actually finishing the year with Vancouver and then maybe them revisiting or is it just, you know, a complete wash at this point?
2: Well, if they don't have him signed by the trade deadline, I mean, it, I, don't, I, I can't imagine it makes much sense to keep him, even if they are in this fake playoff run that they claim that they <laughs> think they are in uh, or, or whatever it is. I mean, the team's not good enough. And, you know, they have other pieces. They got to figure out Brock Vester's future um, and where he's going to potentially end up. They're they're still willing to trade other guys on this team, you know, Tyler Myers and Connor Garland and so on. So the the overhaul and, and the readjusting of this lineup is still going to be in play. And if they don't up their offer for Bo Horvat, I mean, you, you might as well move him. But, like, this is... Everybody thought in the summer that JT Miller was getting traded, that it was a foregone conclusion that he was being dealt when they couldn't reach a deal. And then before camp, they came to him a few days before and said, all right, fine, forget it. We'll give you this. And it took like two days to lock in. So I'm not discounting that possibility with Vancouver and uh, Bo Horvat, because that could come out of nowhere. They could just wake up one morning and say, all right, the hell with this. Let's just lock him in. And, And it can get done. Um, but as of now, they're going to look to trade them and they're going to feel their offers. They're going to see what's out there and go from there. So um, I guess 50-50 at this stage, um, but only because like it should be like 90-10 that they're going to move them. But 50-50, is, uh,
0: it just depends what they feel like when they wake up. Yeah, DB, that would be an interesting guy on the trade market because not only does he bring it offensively, but he is oh, yeah. a complete player, really looking like, you know, the top 10 pick that once was, you know, 10 years ago or so.
1: Yeah, well, look, look he's big, betting on himself, like Iron Judge did with lesser degree, and then if he's paid off in a bunch of goals. I, I think they should trade him because I agree with Dave. If they get in the playoffs, they're getting eliminated in the first round. And they probably get yeah. shot. So what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, that's if you can't find a way. And Bo's earned that. Uh, the question is, is is he a 1C or is he a 2C on a championship team? And then I think there's the difference. And I think, and this is just me personally, I think they made their choice less, less when they signed JT Miller. Like when they signed JT Miller, I think that's, okay, we're going with this guy and we'll, we'll offer something to Bo. But I, I don't think the expectations were that they would keep both. And I'm like you, Zach. I, I like JT Miller a lot. He's a heart and soul guy. I, I mentioned he drags a team into a fight. Uh, Both more understated. I'm not saying he's not a really good player, but when you get when you blow up and you have this type of season, goal wise, in a contract year, is he worth that eight, eight and a half million over eight years? I don't know. I'm not really sure. And and you know, again, you look
2: at his track record, and yeah, he's having a great season this year, but. You know, track record, there's no evidence to suggest that if you go by the analytics and you talk to those people, there's no evidence to suggest that, you know, it'll get – that they'll get something done. That that, that not only will they get something done, but that he – that these numbers are sustainable. I I just – I just don't – I don't see it right now. It's great that he's having a good season now, but, I mean – Again, where's the evidence to suggest he's going to be worth eight plus million dollars over an eight year contract? Yeah, you got to take chances, um, but I mean, look, this is all part of the negotiation, certainly, um, and, and I get that. But that's where the Canucks are standing right now. This is a, now
0: a pretty analytic driven team, so it's going to take a lot to convince them otherwise. And the other domino, of course, is is Brock Besser, who you already mentioned, Dave. Maybe he's out. Uh, that one might be a little bit trickier to move, just based on the whole situation and kind of what his money is. Uh, so we'll see with the Vancouver Canucks. But whatever Luke Shen's hit total is, I want the over. That's just, you know, <laughs> he is he is just my favorite. He's the best. He set the all-time uh, hits record for defenseman recently, like last week. So uh, yeah, I want Luke's overs. And I think in a heated game like Calgary-Vancouver, where we could see a lot of goals, things get loose. I think Luke could start hitting. So if anybody can find that the Luke Shen hit total. Uh, If you can replace that, (laughs) that's what I want. I want the over. Um, So we already talked about our props and our best bets, but let's just recap with you, DB, your best props and best bets for the night. I'll
1: go. uh, My two props are um, Detroit, Minnesota, uh, over goal and a half in the second period. I think last eight of 10 for both teams have gone over in the middle period. Vancouver and Calgary, we mentioned the offense in this game. So I like the over in the first period. You could probably get it around uh, over a goal and a half at probably about plus 130. The Detroit, Minnesota, over second period, over 1.5. It's going to be a little pricey. It's going to be minus 200, but these teams statistically have done well in in that second period scoring-wise. I I think the best bet tonight for me would be the – I'll go back to the team that Dave doesn't trust, the Wild. I think they do win on the puck line at minus (laughs) 130.
2: Yeah. See, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're taking if you're taking them on the puck line, I got Detroit on the money line. I guess we're we're okay. Of but, course you do. Yeah. Of um, course, great. Yeah. Course, we'll, great. we'll we'll see, teamwork. We'll see how that one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Teamwork and edge work. So, um, we'll. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see how that one how that one kind of goes. Uh, for me, I, I'm liking like Montreal Ottawa again. Brady can chuck with an anytime goal um, tonight for me. I think is you know a pretty good one, a pretty solid one. Um, and then Calgary on the puck line as well at minus a goal and a half against the questionable Vancouver Canucks. Those are my, those are my two locks for me <laughs> tonight.
0: So, I went perfect last week, which means today I'm going over. That's 0 pretty for, much how it works.
1: Right, yeah. DB? You just hurt. jinxed it. Yeah, you just jinxed it. Exactly. Put away the belt. There you go. Put away the championship belt because <laughs> you're going to go over 4 whatever you're going to pick tonight.
0: That's, that's why I didn't even bring it out because I know this week's going to be a wash. But I'll make my picks anyway. I'm going to go with a uh, Tyler Foley over two and a half shots and also with an anytime point. I just know he likes playing the Vancouver Canucks. Um, and, again, this one could be wide open, uh, in in my opinion. Same with DB. So, I am feeling it. I know he's going to start shooting a lot more. I know that uh, he's been heating up a lot more and Vancouver gives up a lot of shots. So that's where I want to go. And then I'm with DB on the puck line for plus money for Minnesota. And uh, again, Dave, I don't trust them. Don't, don't get it twisted, but it's just a matter of, you know, (laughs) Detroit playing yesterday, Detroit being shut out yesterday, no Dylan Larkin. I just feel like it's going to be a little tough for them to kind of get things going, but I see where you're coming from with the, with the value on Detroit for sure. Right. And, and that's why, you know, look, if that's if
2: that's your gut, go with your gut, you know, place out that smart bet. Um, I'm going a little different direction because my eyes are widening up at the fact that it's plus 200 for Detroit um, on okay. the money line. So I'm going to stick with that. And then I got the I got the Perom prop goal as well um, in that one. I'm not disagreeing. I don't dislike Minnesota on the puck line, but
0: I'm just teetering to the other direction on, on Detroit. So that'll do it for this edition of Edgework. We're back tomorrow with So Money, Rusty Bill, Alex B. Smith, and Zach Phillips. They're going to talk about a bunch of big games like Toronto and the Rangers, Pittsburgh and Florida. It's a nice Thursday schedule for tomorrow. And if you're a Hoops fan, you can get a similar style NBA show, Pick and Roll, with Jacob Grimena and Pips, which goes live at 11.15 a.m. You can subscribe to The Board NBA on YouTube and get a notification when the show goes live. You can also follow them on Twitter at The Board NBA. DB Dave, if any of you have any final thoughts, go for it.
2: If Ovechkin could somehow score today, he'd find a way. <laughs> that's 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 just how good he is. Um, look, um, it's a thin it's a thin a thin uh, night in the National Hockey League, but um, that doesn't mean you can't sprinkle sprinkle a few things around like we're doing here. So uh, break a leg, everybody.
1: Uh, have you two sell, planned the parade yet for the Jays since they signed Chris Bassett? That's <laughs> all I want
0: to ask. It's my fault. Dave ride. was partying until like two in the morning or something when he saw that, I think. With him. With him. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, yeah he was,
2: 20 he was, million. He, he bought he a few. Ladies. Yeah. He was
1: able to John cover West, the tab right. for a number four starter. All right. So.
2: I, I can't.
1: Which street will it go down in Toronto? Which, which street? Is it Young Street or? <laughs>
0: yeah that this rate it's going down the sewer. <laughs> so, yeah, when we get closer to baseball season, just remember Dave is not a Jays guy. He's not a believer this year and uh yeah, we'll see how the Jays do this Off-season's year.
2: Offseason's not over yet, but I don't know who's playing in that right
0: field corner. I was going to say, yeah, there there's got to be a domino effect. Yes, they got the pitcher, but now, you know, who's in right? Who's in that bullpen besides Swanson that they just picked up and Romano? It's dicey for sure, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it's it's one of those off seasons. It's like, where are they going with this? Because they're making all these moves. And DB always likes to say you can't just plug guys in and out. It's kind of like what the Jays are doing right now. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Analytics. Yeah, baseball is incredibly analytic. So yeah. uh, You got to mix yeah. in the eye
2: test every now and again.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to get
2: frustrated with this freaking team. It's, it's, not, it. it's, it's not, not season ahead. hasn't started. There's still time. I'm, I'm just, times? I'm keeping it in. I'm bottling it all down and I'm sure
0: by April I'll have some more words. Yeah. We'll get into uh, more into it in February, March, April and the world baseball classic too. So a few Jays will be there also. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get more into baseball as that season Uh, comes closer. For Dave Pinota, Dennis Bernstein, I'm Zach Bodenstein. Thanks for joining us this morning. And like I said, we'll be back tomorrow with a new crew to bring you the best bets of the night.